0: Smaller on the outside. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Smaller on the Outside. My name is Dave, and I will be the Time Lord with you this evening. And with me, as always, is Andy, who will be the, uh, uh, what do you want to be? Do you want to be the Tooth Man again? <laughs> Shaw. Or do you want to just be the companion? What? What do they call The Uggs or something like that? No, that that's actually... Ux. The Uggs was... Uh, yeah, those were the uh, the people in the episode. Yeah, uh, that could be the Uggs. <laughs> the Uggs. The Ooks. Uggs. Whatever they're called. Um, welcome back to the show. If this is the first time that you are listening to us, we are a television show podcast. Uh, we normally talk about Doctor Who... Ninety nine percent of the time, sometimes we talk about other shows when uh, Doctor Who's on hiatus, like it's going to be next year. Uh, <laughs> next year, apparently, it's an entire gap year. All of twenty nineteen has no Doctor Who other than the first day. You know, the New Year's Day special. Yeah, so I guess it count. That's maybe that's why they did New Year's Day because because then because then you can say that there was an episode in twenty nineteen. <laughs> Yes. So, I mean, that's that's what it is. Uh, if you like what you're listening to, make sure that you hit subscribe, follow us, like us, review us, uh, tell your friends about us, because there's more where that came from. Um, and even though we're talking about the finale of Doctor Who, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the last episode of the podcast, because I am in the process of reading some novels that came out featuring Jodie Waker's Doctor, as well as reading the continuing stories of Jodie Whittaker's comic book version as well, so I'll be talking about those in the meantime. Uh, I thought thought for a second you were about to say the continuing story of Stuart A. Ped. Not that any of our listeners even know what that is. (laughs) Well, you can search it, I'm sure. It's it's online, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you can Google it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The continuing (laughs) stories of Stuart a you'll if you google it you will not be disappointed question mark (laughs) uh it really depends on who you are if you watch that uh anyways that that features us yes just fyi primarily me just like the show is primarily dr who anyways (laughs) Oh boy! So this episode is entitled "The Battle of Ranscor of Colos." Colos, Kol- Colos, K- Colos. <laughs> Am- Ranscor, Ranscor Yep. And that—that's a—that's uh, a planet. Yes. And uh, it's where this episode takes place, obviously. The planet on oh. the, in the middle of nowhere, basically. In the middle uh, of nowhere, far away from the rest of the universe. Yes, and uh, so that's what's going on here. We have, uh, we open up, I guess, a really long time ago, and uh, it has this. It was like 3,000 years ago. 3,407 years ago. Okay. And uh, we have this older woman. Uh, her name is Andino. Andino, don't sure. Uh, Andy is her name. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that this is she's telling her son. I'm not sure if it's her son or, or what it's, it's a, a guy. Uh, I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. But his name's Delph. Yeah. So uh, what's interesting is I both both of us, when we saw this and Dino, we thought for a second they might have been. Uh, what's their name? Uh, the Prime Minister lady. Yeah. I, 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 can't, I can't ever remember her name, even yeah. though she repeated it 10,000 times. We know who you are. We know who you are. Hold on, I got yeah. it just a second. Harriet <laughs> Jones. Harriet Jones. Harriet Jones, Prime Minister. Uh, whatever. But she always funny. said her name. It's not Harriet Jones. And also Delph, yeah. I recognize him. Uh, he's he's in the Netflix series, um, The Innocents, I believe, that I've been the watching. Innocence. The Innocence, Okay. It, it's about a shapeshifter character. Sure. It's, it, it's I, I, I believe you. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're hanging out on the planet and he's unsure about it, but she's like, hey, it's cool. It's cool. This is the place. Um, and then their eyes start glowing, and he starts using the force or something, and there's rocks spinning in the air, and I don't know what the heck they're doing, honestly. Uh, but then something shows up, and that's when it cuts to three thousand four hundred seven years later. You know, I was I was reading shows up, and they're surprised that something is there because they're in the middle of nowhere, and they didn't figure anything could come. All right, it's it's the middle of nowhere. But, you know, I was reading a, a live tweeting of this episode after I watched it to see mm-hmm. what our live tweeting or live blogging or whatever, and this guy's like, and then something shows up. It kind of looks like Tim Shaw. Really? He said that right away? Yeah, that was a, that was a live message. So that was kind yeah. of interesting that they connected that. I, I mean, obviously, yeah. he was sent at all. Sent back to where he came from, which is apparently Av Avcolos. No, not actually. They were supposed to send him back where he came from, but he mentions later in the episode that they messed up his uh, his travel machine. That's probably because <laughs> uh, she was using parts of it or whatever to to build her. Sonic screwdriver, and if you don't have all the parts, what's gonna happen when you send back the? I think I think she might island. have done something intentionally to 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 mess it up. I think she said something oh, along those lines in the first episode. Yeah. Sure. Um. Anyway, so three thousand four hundred seven years later, we have the Doctor and uh, the companions. And they're picking up distress signals as usual, you know. That's just if if you don't know how to open an episode, easy way you pick up some distress signals and you head to Rand score right. Just easiest way yeah. to That's that's one thing I don't I don't particularly like is uh is when they just go because of a of a distress signal. Yeah, if it's like. You know, if it's a distress signal from somebody they know, like, like uh, you know, uh, River Song or, or whatever, that that I'm okay with. But if it's just a random distress signal, like, eh, that's kind of lame. I I, I kind of prefer if they just accidentally, you know, show up somewhere that is in need of their help, you know. Yes. Now, we have a planet, Ranscore, which is has some uh, atmosphere problems of mind-altering things going on. So, the doctor has to give everybody neural stabilizers. Alright? Now Those are the things on their head. But they also get things on their necks later, too. Do they? So they had, like, yeah, they had like, two different things connecting to their body, and I'm not entirely sure what the heck's going on. Uh, one helped. Oh, one was a communicator. One was a communicator, right, and the other one helped with uh, keeping your mind uh, straight and, and not so losing, you, don't, you don't forget memories. Right, right, right. So that's what's going on there. They get there. Um, Ataris lands on a park spaceship. And uh, they find this guy. He has no memory of what the heck's going on. He's kind of just going back and forth. He didn't have a neural stabilizer. Right. Like, which is why he can't remember anything. His name's Paltracchi. Yes. Uh... But, yeah, he can't remember anything. It turns out the ship itself has nothing wrong with it. He's not moving anywhere because he can't remember what the heck he's doing there. So, (laughs) they uh, are then, I guess there's like a phone call from uh, Andino, Harriet Jones. Right. And they, she wants him to return uh the uh thing that he has <laughs> it's a big old fat crystal with a with a, a vibrating in the middle yeah, vibrating substance inside uh what wh- what do people call this they they're, they're going to call this the um you know the object of desire that nobody really knows anything about oh uh it's a trope. Yeah. Um. McGuffin. Think of the McGuffin, there you go. Yeah, yeah It's a McGuffin, so it it's what they need to be in the episode to keep things going along, even though we have no idea what the heck it is, you know. Uh, so we have uh, mm, let's see. This is actually kind of, kind of a confusing episode honestly the way that it that it goes. Well, I mean, don't know. It's a confusing if, planet. <laughs> it's a confusing planet, but as a whole, when you're thinking about final episodes, series finales, whatever, what have you, you kind of want something epic. Yeah. And I would uh, say that it it does have some of that. It's not quite it doesn't quite go to the Graham. that it feels like Graham's a- story keeps things a little bit more final, yeah. but the rest of I it location so is shifted too. It's okay. It's it's a, what somebody I read what somebody was saying about it being a final episode that kind of rings true for me is it feels more like a mid-season finale. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it doesn't feel like this is the last episode of a great season, it just feels like another episode. And maybe it, the maybe they're going to use the, the New Year's special for that. First of all, I think the New Year's special is going to be its own thing, just like everything else. Uh, it's nice that this episode actually had a uh, connection to a uh, previous uh, ba- big bad, you know. But, it did, like, somewhat of a concluding story in that way. Yeah. So, so it, I mean, it's, it's the third episode the, with the Stenza. We've always... Seen before, yeah, it's the third episode with Stenza, and it's the second episode with Tim Shaw, right? So, that's one of the things we find out. Chris Chibnall, yes, and this is the we uh find out about the Stenza kind of in this area because this uh and everything they're following a god or, or a creator of some sort. And that turns out to be Stenza, or turns out to be Tim Shaw, that he once again is taking (laughs) um, what's offered to him when he probably shouldn't. Um, He's like, hey, they think I'm a god. I'll go with it. So basically the road to El Dorado. Yes, Uh, a dark (laughs) version of it. (laughs) Uh, but anyways, Paltraki has a crew. They're not there. Some are dead, I guess. But they set out to find them, either dead or alive. Uh, and they bring their crystal or shaky thingamajig with them. They're McGuffin. Uh, Graham says, "Well, hey, now, if this is Tim Shaw, if it's really the same guy, I'm gonna kill him, you know, because uh, he's he's been he was mean to Grace, right?" And the doctor's Indeed. like, no, you ain't. <laughs> and uh, you're not coming with me because you have a bad outlook about. It. He's like, all right, he basically fine. He says, if, if you do this, you're not gonna come. You're gonna you're not gonna be able to come back with me. I'm gonna have to leave you here. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Oh, I'm on a planet that's basically okay, yeah. to come back home, but then not continue traveling. Yep. Oh, man. So he's like, I'm going to do it. And she's like, No, you're right. And he's like, Yes, I am. And she's like, uh-uh. but yeah. then, uh But then he gets beamed up with everybody else, anyways. Right. Uh, they get into the yeah, Senza get- ship. And you know what that reminded me of? That ship? There's a movie. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about? Uh, maybe. Arrival? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah! Arrival got the the ships floating in the air. Yep, there's a few alien movies where there's a ship flight, uh, flying over the air, just kind of floating there. I mean, yeah. obviously, I just Independence Day. No, I'm talking yeah. about like a vertical ship that's like almost touching the ground, ship. but isn't. Yeah, it, it it very much reminded me of that. I'm I'm also like thinking head a sharpie uh, uh, cap. I'm also thinking in my head, uh, Cowboys versus Aliens, but I could be wrong on that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, District Nine. Uh, I don't know. No, District Nine was a regular flat ship, wasn't it? Was it? Okay. Yeah. It well, big, I don't know. It was, it was a big ship. It was a interesting shape, I would say. I don't know. Yeah. But, anyways, they all get beamed up. There, there. This must be. This is Tim Shaw's. Is it Tim Shaw's ship, or is it just like, whatever? Something he probably had them build. Because he's God, right? Yeah, and these people, they have crazy force powers, basically. Yeah. Okay. Manipulate the universe, that sort of thing. Oh, but the doctor tasks Ryan and Graham. To free Paltraki's crew and Yaz and Paltraki, uh, she tasks them with finding out where the crystal came from, its origin story. And she, since she's the boss, heads off to see Tim Shaw. Right? She wants to get there so before Graham does. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea. Though it's not, I mean, that's it, kind of how it happens, but not really, because Graham eventually heads up against them, so what do you know? Yeah, he eventually finds them. Yep. Uh, so we have sniper bots that we saw before, right? The uh, same robots that in the uh, the ghost monument. Okay, sniper bots. Okay, okay, okay. I swear during the episode, I kept hearing cyber bots. Sniper, because I got the guns. Yeah, okay. So they were the same ones that were in the Ghost Monument episode. I didn't even recognize I didn't even notice that. If they were cyberbots, they'd be cybermen. I, I know. That's why we thought that that was a funny word for them. Like, oh, they can't have cybermen, but they can have cyberbots. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so Paltreki, yes, they find uh, a bunch of more crystal uh, with the uh, vibrating orbs inside. Uh and Paltraki's getting a little bit of his memory back more and more. He he, he remembers that he was sent to get these crystals uh, for whatever reason. Uh, the doctor finds Adenia, recognizes her as Ux. They are a, a quote-unquote reality-warping species. There you go. Only, only found on three planets and can... And, uh, only consisting of two members at a time. That's weird. So it's sort but of sure. like the Sith. <laughs> the only the two Sith. there are, no more, no less. Master and apprentice, that's right. <laughs> uh, so, yes, the, at this point we see that it is indeed, uh, Tim Shaw. Uh, his recall device was altered. We know that already. Um. The Ooks mistook him for God, and then he took it. We already know this. We already talked about that. Uh, so he had the Ooks create a super weapon. Whatever that is. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it's and it's we, having... Well, we find out what that is, right? It's the, uh, It's what the crystals are for. Well, the crystals are planets. Yes. So the super weapon is he's miniaturizing planets and, and uh, capturing them inside these crystals. Yeah, you know how you, how you take fruit and you dry them up, real real nice, and then they get real small. It's kind of like that. Now they're saying uh, they're saying genocide. So are the people on these planets dead, or are they just very small? No, I think I think uh, when she when she mentioned the word genocide, I think what she was talking about, she had those grenades strapped to the crystal. And she was saying that Tim Shaw almost made her commit genocide because of that, because because, because, yeah. Yeah. So if she had blown up the planet, that would have been genocide. That's what she was saying, I think. All right. Now, this is all creating a, a problem because as these planets are in close proximity, I don't understand. Uh, because if they were full size, it wouldn't work or something like that. But even though they're not full size, they're still in close proximity, so we're having some problems, and that's why they're vibrating. Is that right? I I didn't catch that. I don't know. Well, it, they had to. The part of the plot of the episode is they had to send the planets back to where they came from. Uh, well, they wanted to. Well, I didn't think it was just that. I thought it was that they were, they were uh, having problems. They were that's why they were vibrating. They were about to like explode or go back to normal size or whatever. And having them all in close proximity was making things worse. Like it was uh, unstable in a way. Okay. But I don't know. I can't be for uh, sure, but I, that's what I thought anyways. Um, so, he uh, Graham still wants revenge on uh, Tim Shaw. Right. Tim Shaw wants to uh, minimize Earth, obviously. Of course. As a revenge as, against the Doctor. As a revenge against the Doctor, that's right. Uh, and he, apparently he's just been shrinking all the places he's been or something like that. Because he knows the all places, the places something. that, that um, were enemies of the Stenza. Well, everybody should be I mean, enemies of the Stenza. Stenzas are freaking idiots. <laughs> but, okay, so this is kind of... It, it gets a little confusing in this part. They're, they, they, uh, She goes back to the TARDIS. Uh, something to do with the TARDIS okay. sends the planets back. Uh, oh, okay. So, she uh, hooks, I think she hooks up the TARDIS to uh, to those Ux people. I think, right? She hooks it up to the Ux. Uh, or because before they were hooked up to the Stenza technology. Yeah, she right? combines the TARDISes because uh, the TARDIS has telepathic circuits. Okay, she hooks that up with the Ux's powers. Okay, And then the Stenza technology allows all the plants to be restored back to where they should be. I see. Anyways, Tim Shaw finds out that Ryan and Graham are uh, releasing the prisoners, so he goes to meet them. So he, you know, heads up against Graham. Graham's got a big gun. Apparently, that's all it's going to take to take down Tim Shaw. Uh, but he doesn't it actually kill him. Maybe you know we didn't really mention this, but Tim Shaw—he's—he's he's sort of like hooked up to machines, like sort of like I'm—I'm I'm thinking you know Darth Vader, but <laughs> like without the without the protective uh, machine suit, just actually just hooked up to machines. <laughs> uh, maybe, but uh, Grant has the ability to kill. Doesn't do it. Because he's a good man. He's a strong man. He thinks he's uh, weak. And then the doctor says that he's strong for choosing not to. Yeah, he's he, he's strong for an entirely different reason. Okay, so he and Ryan lock him into a stasis pod. Uh, and yeah, these, uh, were, these I, are the pods that were holding all the people that they freed earlier. Right, the other people in crystals. Except they weren't shrunken down. <laughs> they weren't shot oh. down they were just captured I think captured yeah, yeah, and uh, uh in uh what is it anime uh animation Whoa. suspended right, and, animation. Uh, suspended it yeah, suspend, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep, deep. <laughs> I think and then he puts his hand upon the glass as if there's a message there saying i'll be back you know <laughs> maybe. People, you know, people are like, ah, he'll probably be back. Not that we really care that much. Um, so, on he ship, the Doctor offers to spare him a trip by taking some of the people home, but he refuses, as he's fine with doing it himself. Delph and Adenio decide that they ought to travel the universe so they understand it better. The Doctor heads off with her fam, quote-unquote fam, to see more worlds. So, now the companions are... Uh, known as Fam, basically. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they did say that. And uh, that's that's how the episode ends. Like I said, uh, not an incredibly epic episode. It's just kind of one of those things where it's like it's nice to see that they brought back Tim Shaw, but other than that, I can't say much of it about it. I, it I has, think it, it works on the sense of uh, sort of wrapping up something that was started in the first episode I like I like that idea and yeah. so I think it works in that sense but it's not as as big of a deal as other season finales have been yeah um, then again this whole season has been sort of like that sort of less epic in general you know right and uh, I you know it it I get it. I get it, but at the same time, as far as Doctor Who finales go, well, uh, well, wow. no, wow, wow. <laughs> I, I, I we'll just say, I've seen better, okay? I, I've seen better, and... Um, seen How about that? Have we seen worse? We've we, seen, we se- Have we seen worse for finales? Yeah. Ooh. That's what I'm wondering. I don't know. I mean, it's not. It's like the rest of the season. It's not a "quote unquote" bad episode. Once again, it's just not great. I mean, uh, let's let's talk let's talk about all the finales. First, uh, first season, you have "Bad Wolf" and the Parting of the Ways, epic episode, great second episode. Second season you have you have Army of Ghosts and Doomsday, incredible. Mm, yep. In three, you have Utopia, the Sound of Drums, and the Last of the Time Lords. Really good. Very good. Season four, you have uh, Stolen Earth and Journey's End, as well as maybe Turn Left in there. Really good stuff. Mm -hmm. Season five, you have the Pandorica Opens and the Big Bang. Crazy good. Uh, Season six, The Wedding of River Song. It was pretty good. It's epic. It's not as big as maybe the previous seasons. It's very, very important uh, regarding her story. Yeah. Uh, season seven, the name of the doctor, which is definitely a good one. Oh yeah. Um, season eight, we have dark water and death in heaven. Big, big craziness. Um, I I think dark water is better than death in heaven, but uh, still good matter two parter. Uh, season nine, heaven sent and hell bent, big ones. Oh yeah. Season ten, uh, world enough and time and the doctor falls. Yeah, those were pretty big. So yeah, all of them. it's it's I would say this is probably the least impressive season finale yeah, of all. Of them. Definitely the weakest for New Who. Yeah. Um like I said, like we we're saying it's not a terrible episode in general, but that's yeah. just it. This is it's is a above average for the season for sure. Yeah, and it should have been, you know, episode three (laughs) you know (laughs) it just connects one and two and that's really all it does. Um it should have been episode three and then they should have gone on to do other things. Yeah. Um but having it now like that I think that that uh, by the time we got to this episode they they have sort of improved their storytelling a little bit. In general, um, over where they were in the beginning of the season, so I think overall they have moved in the right direction. I think I hope that that's you know helpful for the next season and and the Christmas and the uh, New Year special. But maybe yeah. New Year special feel feel more like an epic finale, hopefully, because it'll be over a year later. You got plenty of time to write some good episodes. Well, I don't know. <laughs> No, Maybe they will when season twelve begins. Uh, I I read that it comes back early twenty twenty. Early like like January or like because <laughs> exactly. past- see what I what I like is when they had uh the show starting like April or May and then sort of go through the summer, you know and then you have yep. the christmas special was sort of like in between seasons i really like that yeah and that's fine yeah um,
1: but i you think know, it's going to be already over said- the
0: year so if it's going to be january that's okay <laughs> yeah they'll do uh, they'll probably do january or february or something early like they might do uh, a christmas or new year special and then they'll begin the next season pretty shortly after it it sounds like Yeah. Well, hopefully they'll do some, uh, those special mini-movies that go on in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably not. Probably not. do we do that? Um, (laughs) those were interesting, though, when, uh, David Tennant did his. But that being said, I did uh, forget to talk about the news, and that was, last week I, uh, I mentioned there were some rumors that I wasn't going to talk about. Because they were just rumors and because, you know, er, you know, it's hard to, to mention uh, if things are true or not. Because there are some highly held beliefs and opinions on this season. But it's it's kind of split down the middle. Because some people love it and some people hate it. Yeah. And that was, that, that, Jody was <laughs> yeah, that Jody was leaving after the New Year's special. And uh, and would not be back, yeah, yeah, and uh, it was confirmed like long, like uh, back when we were talking about the possibility of there not being a season uh next year. I thought you were already saying that Jody was planning to be filming in the beginning of the uh, beginning of 2019. Her, no, I, I, the other rumor that I completely took as rumor was that the companions weren't going to be coming back. Uh, and it's all been confirmed that they're coming back. So, like, um, Jody, specifically. Specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jody specifically said that she's coming back to work. And then the BBC had an announcement of her companions and everything coming back as well, which is good news. Um, the uh, – I don't know. I think one of the – I guess – people are just angry with the whole season maybe they're just starting rumors that they want everybody gone because not only was it the doctors and the companions rumor to be gone, but so was Chris Chibnall. Really? Um, yeah. Like, well, they, what they did was they quoted something that he said earlier, which I don't know if this is true or not, but he's, he was asked at one point, apparently if he wanted to be showrunner for Dr. Who. And he said, no. And that was years and years ago. Really? But well, I don't know if that's true or if somebody's just like, oh, yeah, he don't want to be – he don't want to be – because everybody else is leaving. Ryan, Graham, yes, yeah, the doctor, Chibnall, they're all leaving and we're going to get something new. <laughs> uh, yeah. but I think – I don't know. Uh, I, don't know. I, I, I think if the season – if the next season isn't dramatically better – and it could be, you know, they could be deciding to, you know, switch things up again soon after if that's the case. But I don't that's know. It's possible. And that's the if Chibno left, then that's when you're really asking yourself if the doctor's going to go too, because it's usually, what, their doctors that go with the, the creators? Yeah, I do the wish show- they, would, they would stop that. <laughs> I do. I do wish you would have a doctor that worked with multiple showrunners you know, stuff like that. Companions that, that work for multiple doctors, things like that. I, I like those. It's like really political. You're you're taking the entire staff out, including the crew and the cast, and you're bringing in your own, you know, and it's yeah, it's, it's kind of stupid, especially you gotta listen to fans, right, and see what yeah. they're thinking of the writing and they're thinking about uh, the actors playing these characters—whether they do they really like them, do they not? Whatever—and then take that information and build on it because that's all you can really do. Okay. But yeah, so that was the—I guess—the other rumor, and I can't say anything as far as Chimno's concerned, but I, I, I feel like he is coming back if everybody else is. <laughs> so. Sure. But that's that's what's going on. If he wasn't. Yeah, like I think. Yeah, I think it would be making more rounds if it I was it more be, than just. Anyway, that. I I think even if you wanted to go, I don't think he would be able to go this soon. I think you know you you need to prepare. Like, there's no real standout replacement at this point. You need to you know uh, try some other writers, you know, and come up with some good episodes. Oh. And if if they were to replace them, then they'd, they'd have either. to bring somebody, yeah, they would. Yeah, they'd if, have if to they bring. Again, already been bring there. Somebody from another show, maybe, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe. yeah, and uh, uh, bring, bring I, uh, Russell T Davies back. How about that, Russell T Davies, or or uh, what's his face that also works on Sherlock? Um, Mark Gatis. No, he uh, Mark Gatiss Gatis and. Gatiss and Moffat are working on a uh, another show right now. I forget what it is about. Okay. Um. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Is that what it is? I don't know. I thought you okay, said something like that before. That. Well, so did I, but I don't know. Let's see. Dracula. They're working on Dracula. Dracula. They did... Yeah. Yeah, Dracula's the one. I don't know how they're going to do that. Uh, but then again, there's different ways to see everything given the fact that Sherlock has a new home now with Will Ferrell and uh, John C. Reilly. <laughs> see what happens they're when taking Sherlock... over. See what happens when Sherlock becomes uh, copyright free or whatever the What's it called? Uh, when when you when you don't need to worry about paying royalties? Yeah, I, know, I, know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, after yeah. so many years, um, yeah, it's been like that for a long time. Though I think Sherlock has, um, but a Jekyll. There is a Jekyll story coming too. Funny thing is about that copyright. Uh, people keep on like buying rights to them over and over again so that they keep them off of being royalty free or whatever. Uh, it, it's like this whole complicated thing. It's it, they want to keep things out of being royalty free. So it's, it's like a controversy. I don't know. Um, so because there's a lot of things that would have been there by now, but still haven't been uh, released. So, so I, I looked at it. Okay, it's confusing. So, it's confusing. So, Stephen Moffat has it says Dracula mini TV miniseries in 2019. There's three episodes of that. And then uh, there's a pre production show called Dracula and another pre production show called Jekyll. But then you look in his past and there was a TV miniseries called Jekyll in 2007. So, I don't know what's going on. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can't get more confusing than that, folks. Um, so, anyways. Um, yeah. Interestingly enough, it's a finale, but there's not much to talk about. Because it's not deep. It doesn't really make you think about things. And it the only real connections to the season as a whole and to Doctor Who comes down to the first two episodes. And that's it. So the rest of the season is unaffected by this episode, other than the fact that there's a little bit more connections with Graham and Ryan and their relationship it continues from was that was from the last episode? Yeah. When they uh, when he finally called him granddad or was that? Yeah. That, that was, was the last episode on Ryan's. He said that he loved him. Now. Yeah. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, I said that Graham's role in the episode is probably as close to finale as it feels. Right. The rest of it is I know, just. Yeah, I really liked that idea that he was he was trying to risk everything just to take revenge, and it was sort of revenge on both sides. You have Graham wanting to take revenge on on uh, Tim Shaw, and then you have Tim Shaw wanting to take revenge on the doctor. So I kind of like that dynamic. Yeah. So revenge as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Revenge is a a dish served best. Doctor Who. Uh, Yeah. But other than that, like I said, yeah, it's not a super finale feeling episode. It's just fine. Just fine. Uh, But like we said, we listed off those uh, finales of past New Who episodes, and it's like, there's quite. Yeah. There's quite a difference. Like, you knew when you were watching those finales that it was a Doctor Who finale. Like, it made a difference. Even when, you know, it wasn't Stephen Moffat yet. That was one of the questions. Like, is it Stephen Moffat can write a finale pretty well? But, yeah. Russell T. Davies, right, was before that. And he still did very well. And it still felt like explosive episodes. Yeah that just kind of culmination of everything when you watch dr who you don't only want a an explosive finale you don't only want it to be a (laughs) two-parter you you also want an explosive premiere and you want maybe maybe a good penultimate episode as well yeah there was no there was no real two-parters this season was there Nope, the only connection that was kind of like that was when all the people were left in outer space. Yeah. And uh, that was it. Would that, see, that got me excited. When I saw them do that at the end of the first episode, I was like, oh, yes, I want them to keep doing stuff like this the whole season. And nope. Nothing. Too mu- Sorry, guys. Yeah, they do too much that's like uh you missed a whole bunch of stuff between episodes. It always feels like that. And I don't like that. And yeah, that's just it. it. Well, the only thing that's kind of nice about that is the fact that when I'm reading these books, technically speaking, these stories could have happened in between those episodes. And, right. and then uh, there it can technically be, you know, like canon in that way so that there's no real plot holes, if you will, with the show that it kind of works with it. Right. But it is what it is. The second comic issue did have Graham saying "Doc." By the way, oh good, it caught up. They fixed it. They fixed it. That's right. Um, other than that, do you have anything else to add about this episode? Uh, nope. I don't think so. All right. Well, me either, guys. Uh yes it was a shorter episode but that's what you get when you come down to episodes that don't have a deep meaningful connection with the rest of the series other than a few things here and there uh so that's you should, what you uh, get on the, on the next on the next episode you should do a comparison of the average length of podcast this season to the average length of podcast for the last season of doctor who <laughs> well, yeah, it does depend yeah um Remember, podcast is not done with the show because I'm coming back uh, next week with uh, the first book that came out featuring Jodie Winner's Doctor. That one's called The Good Doctor. Uh, That's a TV show. Yes, it is. But <laughs> not in not British. It's not. Um, and The Good Doctor is not referring to the Doctor. It's referring to Graham. So... Woo- little bit of taste there yeah the good doctor it's a little bit of uh uh loss in translation kind of thing going on Mm, okay so it's interesting so that's a little taste for you come back next week we'll talk about the good doctor which is the first uh, doctor who 13th doctor book that came out i think they all came out like the same time but this is the first one technically speaking so so come back for that and remember, if you liked what you're listening to, make sure that you subscribe, that you follow, that you like, that you review, that you tell your friends about us. Tell, you email us at Dave at DaveExaminesMovies.com or SotoPodcast at gmail.com. So remember those things. Uh, and you can follow us on Twitter. My handle is I am DWG, And Andy's handle is MorphinAPG right so make sure that you check those out uh we'll catch you next week uh with smaller on the outside until then guys peace out peace out